This is Countdown to Las Vegas 58, the podcast that details all of the inside preparations for the biggest pro football game in 2024. Now, from Las Vegas, here's your host, Tony Cordasco. Welcome to Countdown to Las Vegas 58. A countdown to the Las Vegas Super Bowl, which has been awarded to the city to be played at Allegiant Stadium February 11, 2024. On today's show, we visit with Rick Vallada, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's gaming and tourism reporter, who talks about the $40 million commitment from the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority to host Super Bowl 58. Special thanks to Credit One Bank and Threads of NV Apparel. Our guest, Rick Vallada from the RJ, and how $40 million of Super Bowl funding from the LVCVA will be utilized. Well, there's a, it's a, a large budget that was put together primarily by the National Football League because they've done this a few times before, as you, as you know. Um, so so they, they put together a list of uh, requirements that the local hosts are going to need to to uh, have in, in line before the game actually occurs. So we're talking the big money is uh, $3.85 million in staff costs because they're going to be actually hiring a number of different people to uh, do, do work that's, that's necessary. $3 million for sponsorship fulfillment. That's like collateral, promotional materials, things like that. Uh, $3 million for public safety, including police, fire, and emergency services. To, uh, more than $2.5 million for advertising, marketing, and uh, kind of a theme decor. And then uh, $1.65 million for the media, public relations, and hospitality. And that, that's just a, that just scratches the surface. Rick Falata is our guest. And Rick, I read in your recent article that the host committee needs $60 million in seed money. So where does the additional $20 million come from? This is a, uh, something that the host committee is going to have to do. They, they kind of knew this from the beginning, that they were going to need to raise money in order to meet all the expenses. As you pointed out, the NFL uh, is basically requiring a $60 million commitment. And the Las Vegas Convention Authority put up $40 million of that, but... Uh, that means that there's $20 million short, and what they're going to have to do is raise raise money from that. And they'll do that with sponsorships from some of the resort community, as well as uh, they'll, they'll have 750 tickets to the game at their disposal that they can uh, use as incentives towards people donating money to the cause. So um, that, that's still a, quite a ways to, to go, 750 Tickets is not going to go a long way. So I'm suspecting that a lot of it's going to be in terms of, uh, of sponsorships from the different resort uh, uh, properties in town. And uh, it's it's one of those things that uh, I think a lot of people are going to get behind. It wouldn't shock me if they were able to raise more than the $20 million commitment. But uh, that's something that uh, is probably going to start like right away. Rick Falata, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's gaming and tourism reporter, is our guest. We are counting down to Las Vegas 58. Rick, the Pro Bowl is coming to Allegiant soon, and the draft will be held here in April. How much has the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority paid the National Football League for those events? 
which are going to be driving a lot more traffic to the city. They, they put together a, a, a package two years ago because this was, you know, when the, when the uh, draft was first announced, uh, it kind of uh, fell by the wayside because we had a, a COVID cancellation. So, um, but for the most part, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the draft was committed already, and the LVCDA Board of Directors voted in uh, February of 2020 to approve up to $2.4 million to host the draft. And then, as you pointed out, the Pro Bowl is coming up here uh, next month, and uh, they approved $1.75 million to host that. That was voted on in uh, July of 2020 to host the 2022 game. When we return, more with Rick Vallada, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's gaming and tourism reporter, as we discuss events leading up to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. You are listening to Countdown to Las Vegas 58. Greetings, mortals. I am Point Stephanie, goddess of points. Did you know the Wander Card from Credit One Bank allows you to earn points on your adventures? National parks, zoos, amusement parks, and other places mortals visit, like professional sporting events and theatrical productions, on large hills with snow, at carnivals with mystics, a personal favorite. Enjoy the full bounty of this well-traveled and accepted credit card. The Wander Card by Credit One Bank. Life ever rewarded. Visit GoCreditOne.com, official credit card of the Las Vegas Raiders. Terms apply. Visit GoCreditOne.com for more details. Threads of Envy is home to the official AI45 collaborated Alec Ingold gear. Proceeds from all shirt sales are donated to the Darren Waller Foundation. Go to threadsofenvyenvy.com to order your merchandise today. Threads of Envy is a Nevada-based apparel company, proud to call the Silver State their home, striving to create one-of-a-kind apparel that embodies the state of Nevada. Check out the latest official Alec Ingold merchandise, available through Threads of NV. Proceeds from all shirt sales go to the Darren Waller Foundation to raise awareness and support Las Vegas youth and their families struggling with addiction. To order your official Alec Ingold collaborated merchandise, go to threadsofenvy.com. Threadsofenvy.com. You are listening to Countdown to Las Vegas 58, a countdown to the Super Bowl coming to Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on February 11th, 2024. Now back to our interview with Rick Vallada, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's gaming and tourism reporter. As part of the LVCVA's $40 million commitment, the week of Super Bowl in Las Vegas will feature the interactive Super Bowl experience, the opening night gala, the NFL honors, and much, much more. Will there also be more ancillary events leading up to the Super Bowl over the next couple of years? I suspect so, Tony. And the reason why is because, uh, let, let's face it, Las Vegas is good at this type of stuff. And anybody who has gone to the National Finals Rodeo knows that there are uh, a number of different things that, that go on uh, during the rodeo that, uh, that, that draw a lot of attention to a lot of fans. Most of the people who come for the rodeo don't even get to go to a, a live performance. They they go to some of the auxiliary events that are in place. And I suspect that that's going to be what happens with the uh, Super Bowl as well. They'll have that Super Bowl experience fan fest and uh, all kinds of other uh, parties that are throughout the, the community. But at the same time, um, I, I suspect that we're going to see even more things that are not even uh, envisioned at this point in time. When the uh, I, I was up in Minneapolis prior to the Super Bowl being hosted at U.S. Bank Stadium, 
and they had all kinds of activities, mostly snow-related activities. Now, of course, we don't have to deal with any of that here, but um, there, there were just different activities like, like uh, uh, skiing and, or, you know, cross-country skiing and uh, a zip line that they put up across the Mississippi River, all kinds of fun things like that. It wouldn't surprise me at all if we saw a lot of extra things come out of this in Lagos because, hey, let's face it, we're a creative bunch of people that know how to promote things and to make the, uh, the, the, the tourist customer satisfied. Rick, I saw in your story the economic impact numbers, the results from Tampa last year in the Super Bowl, $572 million. The early projections for Las Vegas and hosting Super Bowl 58 are somewhere in the vicinity of $500 million in economic impact. Can Las Vegas eclipse that number? I think $500 million is very conservative. And uh, I've spoken to some of the people who are uh, – in the organizing side of things, and they were t- tossing around numbers like 600 million and 700 million. So, uh, you know, the 572 million that was reported in Tampa Bay area for Super Bowl 50 was, uh, or, or 55, excuse me, Super Bowl 55 was, um, th- that, that's kind of small potatoes compared to what we could do. And the reason why is because we have all these different people with, uh, multiple ideas on how they can attract crowds and, uh, and, and frankly, put on the best Super Bowl uh, game that uh, has ever been seen by the NFL. Rick Falata, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's gaming and tourism reporter, is our guest. Okay, the biggest question that I've been receiving so far, Rick, is do we have any idea how much hotel room rates might be for Super Bowl weekend on the Las Vegas Strip? Do you suspect we'll see something like three or four night minimum stays? That, that could be. That's something that um, we, we haven't really explored too much. But as you uh, probably know, whenever there's any kind of a big event in, in Las Vegas, the uh, hotel rates soar. And so we're, we're talking, uh, uh, you know, just based on experience from some of these previous events, we've seen room rates that go uh up to uh, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a night, and that would be uh, that. That would be really something to see if we were able to, uh, to to forecast exactly how much those room rates are going to be. And this is this is uh, uh, you know some of these properties that don't normally go for more than uh, a couple hundred uh, a night. I, I've seen some projections that uh, some of the properties that that offer uh, rooms for $100 a night or less are going to be in that $300 and $400 range because there's going to be so much demand. It, it, it's all uh, based on supply and demand. So we'll, we'll have a few more uh, hotel rooms than we've had in past experiences with Resorts World uh, open. But uh, the, the fact is, is that there's going to be con- you know, increased demand for this particular game and for the weeks leading up to it. So it wouldn't shock me to see uh, room rates going, you know, maybe as, as high as $1,000 a night. It's incredible. Rick Falata, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's gaming and tourism reporter, is with us. We are counting down to Las Vegas 58. 
When we return, Rick will talk about the amount of new jobs that will be generated by bringing the Super Bowl to Las Vegas in 2024. You are listening to Countdown to Las Vegas 58. Greetings, mortals. I am Point Stephanie, goddess of points. Did you know the Wander Card from Credit One Bank allows you to earn points on your adventures? National parks, zoos, amusement parks, and other places mortals visit, like professional sporting events and theatrical productions, on large hills with snow, at carnivals with mystics, a personal favorite. Enjoy the full bounty of this well-traveled and accepted credit card. The Wander Card by Credit One Bank. Life ever rewarded. Visit GoCreditOne.com, official credit card of the Las Vegas Raiders. Terms apply. Visit GoCreditOne.com for more details. Threads of Envy is home to the official AI45 collaborated Alec Ingold gear. Proceeds from all shirt sales are donated to the Darren Waller Foundation. Go to threadsofenvy.com to order your merchandise today. Threads of Envy is a Nevada-based apparel company. Proud to call the Silver State their home, striving to create one-of-a-kind apparel that embodies the state of Nevada. Check out the latest official Alec Ingold merchandise, available through Threads of NV. Proceeds from all shirt sales go to the Darren Waller Foundation to raise awareness and support Las Vegas youth and their families struggling with addiction. To order your official Alec Ingold collaborated merchandise, go to threadsofnvenvy.com. Threadsofnv.com. You are listening to Countdown to Las Vegas 58, a countdown to the Super Bowl coming to Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on February 11th, 2024. I'm Tony Cardasco with the RJ's Rick Vallada. Rick, how many new jobs are expected to be generated with Las Vegas hosting the Super Bowl in a couple of years? Well, there's probably going to be about uh, 4,500 uh, full and part-time jobs. Uh, that's kind of what the projection was from Tampa Bay last time. Um, the... Uh, the, the different jobs are going to be coordinating. And when are they going to start hiring? They've actually already started hiring. They've, uh, they've hired their first employee, a gentleman from uh, New Orleans, who has uh, basically run the uh, sports, uh, uh, the, the, all, the, all the sports uh, marketing that they've done in uh, NOLA. So uh, that person has already uh, been, been, uh, been hired and uh, has actually started work already. What he's going to do in the next year is probably build a team of about uh, 10, 10 more people that are going to be doing a lot of these coordinating type things. So uh, once, uh, once that uh, game is, is officially handed off to Las Vegas, and that will occur uh, after uh, the next Super Bowl, not, not the Los Angeles one, but the one that's going to be in Glendale, uh, Arizona. Once that gets handed off to Las Vegas, then all focus will be on the Las Vegas Super Bowl. And then you'll start to see a lot more people hired in terms of doing the actual physical work that uh, is going to be required to make the uh, Super Bowl game a success. So, uh, and then the other, the other part of this is that there's going to be a, an army of volunteers. Um, the LVCVA already put together a a core group of volunteers for the uh, draft in April. So uh, I, I would expect that that's going to be the same kind of thing that will happen for the Super Bowl is that they will put out a, uh, a request for people to be able to volunteer their time. And they'll do things like uh, guide people around the, uh, around the community, give advice as to how to, uh, to get to certain things in certain places, 
maybe make recommendations on other things that they can do while they're in Las Vegas. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of things that, that can uh, come out of this in terms of uh, both uh, paid employees and volunteers. Rick, have you seen a timeline yet with milestones and has the committee met yet? Everybody's anxious to, uh, to jump on this right away. Certainly the fact that, um, uh, that they've already um, uh, hired somebody to coordinate everything that the, uh, the, the committee is doing. And this, this nine-member committee has already met uh, a few times in order to start uh, putting things in place in advance of the, uh, of the game. And, you know, we're talking about uh, Maury Gallagher, who is a, uh, the uh, CEO of Allegiant Air, is the chair of this, uh, of this committee. And then uh, there, there are other prominent names from, uh, from the community that are on this. Uh, Jeremy Aguero, who's been a, an economist for, um, in Las Vegas for a long time and is now a chief operations and analytics officer for the Raiders. He's on the committee. So is uh, Commissioner Jim Gibson from the Clark County Commission. Steve Hill, of course, the CEO and president of the LVCVA. Uh, Virginia Valentine, president of the Nevada Resort Association. All those folks are uh, on the committee and they are uh, selectively putting together some of the uh, the timeline that's necessary to get everything accomplished. And I'm sure that we'll get more details about that in the weeks ahead. Rick Falada from the Las Vegas Review Journal is with us. Hey, Rick, have you heard anything about where Allegiant Stadium will be adding 5,000 seats to expand to the necessary 70,000 that the league requires? We have heard a lot about standing room opportunities. What are you hearing? One of the things that's really unique about uh, about the stadium is that all the, the seat rows are, are kind of on rails. And uh, what, what you can do is you can slide some of the seats closer to each other and then add a seat or maybe two in some of those rows. So that'll be part of the process uh, that will likely happen after the last uh, uh, Raiders game in uh, the 2023 season. So you'll see a lot of construction that's actually going on in terms of adding those seats in those rails to um, make things a little bit tighter. Things will be a little bit closer together. And then um, I've heard that there may also be some opportunities to add uh, sections within the uh, stadium to get to that 70,000 capacity that they want to have. Yeah, there's there's definitely some locations within the stadium uh, in addition to adding those uh, uh, those, uh, the seats within the uh, within the rows now, so uh, they'll 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 get that extra five thousand. I think that without too much trouble. Great information from our good friend Rick Vallada as we count down to the Las Vegas twenty twenty four Super Bowl. Vallada is the Las Vegas Review Journal's gaming and tourism reporter. We appreciate him spending time with us. And we thank you. I'm Tony Cardasco from the sports and entertainment capital of the world. More soon on Countdown to Las Vegas 58.